Welcome, and thank you for listening to the New Day Podcast. We are located in South Kansas City, proclaiming the good news of God's grace to our region and abroad. If you'd like more information, please visit our website, newdaykc.org. There's announcements. Pick your kids up. If you want to support the ministry, the offering box is in the back. If you need communion today, the elements are in the back table. If you want prayer after the service, there will be people that pray with you. And I didn't get this week's teaching up on the, on the web uh, this past week. And this is why. We're having trouble with our uh, digital system here. So we're just in a, in a wonky-do time. So as, I, as we wonky-do this, we'll get it. But still visit the website and find out what's going on. Good stuff happening. This is where we were at last week. And we want to continue. And somebody asked me, why the emphasis on the Holy Spirit? Here's my answer. Why not the emphasis on the Holy Spirit? He's the one. He's the looked-for one. And you see, uh, I, I love the band U2, but, uh, and I used to, one of their favorite songs, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Yes, I have. I found him, and he found me. And he rescued me, and he's the one. And he establishes all things. And when we focus our attention on who he is, he is the presence of God in the earth. Isn't that mind-boggling? When you go out and say, oh, isn't that plant beautiful? That plant's breathing Holy Spirit. He's the very air that we breathe. He's the the breath, the pneuma of life. Here's what Jesus did after he raised from the dead. Can I pick on you guys this morning? You know I love to pick on people. So he comes and he walks through a wall, right? Now, his disciples see him, you know, die. He's crucified. He's tortured, crucified, put in a tomb. They're freaked out. They're hiding in a room. And uh, three days later, or four, we don't know the exact timing, he shows up in that room. Walks through a wall. Walks through a wall. Yeah, you can't make this stuff up. He walks through a wall, looks at him and says this. He gets in front of him. I can just, can't you picture? They're going, you know, and their straight hair is made curly and their curly hair is made straight. You know, it's like instant barber. It says this. And he breathed on them. And said, receive the Holy Spirit. How did he do that? Breath of life. Numa. Holy Spirit. Is what? Can, can you see yourself today? Shut your eyes. I wish I had a big fan just to get the imagery of it. Just shut your eyes right now. He walks into the room, Holy Spirit of God, and walks up to you. Now imagine that of every second, of every minute, of every hour, of every day, of every week, of every month, of every year for the rest of your existence. Oh no. 
He never lets go and he never goes away. This you have for eternity. You're joined to the Lord. 1 Corinthians 6.17 He who is joined to the Lord is one spirit, (laughs) breath, pneuma, life with Him. Breathing in God. Breathing out God. Saying hello to Marilyn. Blessing Marilyn. Praying for Marilyn. Praying over her circumstances. Breath of life. Pneuma. We call that word fellowship. Koinonia. Partnership. United. Joined. One. God will never divorce you. That actually the the word united with him is similar to the word marriage. It means to become one. To be joined with God. This is stunning. It's incredible. Remember, the past couple weeks, He is the reward for diligently seek Him. Diligent, not to say, I have to do everything I can. No, the diligence is remembering to remember. That's being diligent. Remembering to believe. And He says, and when you do that, I will reward you. What's He reward us with? Himself. His manifest presence. Himself. Jesus gave the promise in John 14. He says, those who love me, I will manifest myself to them. The word manifest means I will make myself known. We, we heard it in the testimonies, didn't we? He makes himself known. Now for those of you that struggle with this. You are never alone. Not one time. You are never alone. How do you know this? Because the Spirit's in you. He's with you. He's partnered with you. And He's the Spirit of truth. And this is what the truth says. I will never leave you. Nor forsake you. What about when I blow it? I will never leave you nor forsake you it's not about the circumstances and what happens of that and the way he will work with you to learn but he won't leave this is incredible news I had an encounter with the Lord, and I'm not going to go into everything, but it actually happened last September, the first part of September. Yes, when the royals were making their run. And uh, I had a a dream that was an all-night dream, and then I would wake up out of the dream. I knew I was dreaming in the dream, and I would go right back to the spot from where I woke up and went, I'm dreaming, and then I would go back to it and go back in the dream. So it lasted all night. In it... Part of what the dream was, was the Holy Spirit speaking to me about who he is. And he showed up in a way that I never expected. And in a form that I never expected. Is that biblical? Yeah, just go read the Emmaus Road experience. 
you know, people that had walked with him for three and a half years, and he's walking down a road with them, two of his disciples, and they don't recognize it's Jesus until they get done eating dinner. And then they notice probably the way he folded his napkin. <laughs> and they went, oh, that's God. Well, I had one of those dreams that after the dream I woke up, I went, that's the Holy Spirit. And it really shocked me the way he came. And I'm not going to go into the detail of that, but this is what I took away from it. This is what he told me in a few parts of it. It was this. He has a name. And he likes to be called by that name. And he doesn't like it when people put other names on him. Because names identify us who we are. He also said this. He liked things certain ways. He assured me he wasn't a diva. He just liked things a certain way. And that's the way he likes them. Then he assured me of another thing. He assured me he loved to partner with weak and broken people. And that their weakness and their brokenness and their giftings and callings weren't the issue. It was his love. And that he loved to partner with weak and imperfect people. All I could do at the end of the dream is go, oh yes, that's me. count me in. You know, I'm, I'm in. There. I can, I can believe for that. And I, and I can touch that. He also assured me through all of it that what he was speaking was, was honest, was truthful. He was revealing who he really is and why, if you will, he's that way. So I've been digging at Scripture then, <laughs> since then. As a matter of fact, he told me about a sad song. I thought it was a sad song, a particular song that he liked. And I thought, huh, that's a sad song. He says, no, it's not a sad song. It's a song about transition. And the reason I want you to know about it is you're going to go through a transition. Well, I thought it meant me. It wasn't even talking about you. <laughs> He's talking about New Day. And the, the reality of the Holy Spirit making himself known to us and taking us through transition in life. Don't you want to go through transition? No, it's scary as hell. <laughs> Didn't say that. Hey, transition. Don't want to do that. I, I know, transition can be a bit discombobulating. But listen, when God takes you through a transition, it's always for better. It's always for higher. It's always for more. To understand Him and yourself better. If you're going through tough circumstances in life, that's why the writers would say, you're in trials, jump up and down, spin around and rejoice because God's up to stuff. Because God will work it for good, always. And this present stuff, he's at work doing stuff because he's the spirit of truth. Look at this scripture. You see, truth is part of, not completely, but it is a big aspect of the essential nature of the Holy Spirit. That's why when you're partnered with the Holy Spirit, He's the Spirit of truth, and He wants you to know truth. 
Because the world is filled with lies. That new Tide detergent you just bought last week that was the new and improved Tide, it's been that Tide since 1951. (laughs) All they did was add two more inert ingredients. It's still the same Tide. Your mom used it. Your grandma used it. Your mom used it. You'll use it. Your children will use it. Why do we use Tide? Because mom always used it. And it's not new and improved. That's a lie. It's still Tide, though. Are you getting this? Truth. Rest. Well, there's things about God that are true. And he doesn't change. They were true from the beginning. They will be true in the middle. And they will be true at the end. The Holy Spirit's the spirit of truth. So listen to this passage of scripture, John 14. And I, and this is Jesus speaking... Now, we know, now, he hasn't gone through the crucifixion. This is the holiest of holy teachings. This is what he was giving his 12 guys. I don't know if there was any women there. His 12 guys just before he was crucified. So he says, and I will ask the Father. And he will give you another counselor. Another counselor. The word counselor is the one who leads you, guides you, directs you, is there for you, stands for you, stands with you. It's, it's every term that we think of when we think of attorney and client attorney privilege. He is your private counsel. To be with you, how long? And remember, he's prophesying here to them. So that means that today, by the Holy Spirit coming to us, we are living in the prophecy of Jesus. Does that not stir you? I want to hear prophecy. You are prophecy. He spoke of you and I. I'm living in this. This is mine. This is my book. This is my covenant. This is my story. This is my song right here. Your song too. The spirit of truth. He gave the Holy Spirit a name that we hardly ever call. We just say, come Holy Spirit. Why is that? Because this is... He names himself, just like God does throughout the entire word of God, he names himself by his very character, his nature, his personality, who he is, what he's like. And it's funny, we can handle Jehovah Jireh, but if I tell you the spirit of truth is coming, all of us start going, mm, 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 okay, I hope this is okay. Because, oh, my life, my life. Do you know what I mean? We have that. Why? Why do we get that in us? Has that been taught to us? Is it learned behavior? Is it a lie? Ooh. Ooh. The world cannot accept him. Because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him. For he lives with you. Who's he speaking of? He's prophesying. He 
remember, we're right there in the room. And he's saying, but you know him. Who's he talking about? Me. Now the Holy Spirit hasn't come yet. He's prophesying. What's he referring to what Holy Spirit is like? Jesus. He's referring to himself. You know him, for he lives with you, and, here he prophesies, will be where? In you. What did he just call him? The spirit of what will be in you? Truth. Real, solid, Holy Spirit, truth in you and in I. The spirit of truth is in me. That's why when you're a believer and you get in the flesh and tell a little lie, we call that, some people call that conviction. I call it uncomfortability. It doesn't feel right because it's not who I am. The spirit of truth is in me, joined to me, and that's who I am. Not a lie, not a less than, not a piece of dirt, not a schmuck that keeps getting it wrong, not this, not that. I am Lloyd, filled with the spirit of the living God, walking in truth this day. Because Jesus prophesied that I would receive it. When I received him, I received the Holy Spirit and truth came into my inward being, inside of me. Here's the promise. He wraps it all up, actually referring to a father. I will not leave you as, I will come to you. Did you do that salvation thing and have Jesus come to you? Yeah, a couple of you did. You're nodding, yeah. So some of you are pretty sure of your salvation. I'm very sure. Because all of my life before that was a lie. I know, because I was really good at lying. I was a good liar. Oh, man, I could tell the best whoppers in the world. Especially the ones that covered all my wrongdoing. So that was a lie that begat a lie that begat a lie. Did you ever do that when you were... Anybody remember those days? Oh, man. Being at the bar, being sloppy drunk, sloshing drinks down, trying to convince everybody that I was the best thing since sliced bread. All a lie. Just a simple man who needed salvation really much. Scared little boy. Scared of life. Scared of others, scared of himself. Just a scared little guy. And then the Lion of Judah came in. And told me I didn't need to be afraid of anything anymore. Oh, this is my story. This is my song. Christ dwells in me. Never to be abandoned again. And I don't have to make up whoppers to get him to be there. I don't have to tell people things that aren't true. They can't believe the truth that I do tell them. Intimacy with God, the Holy Spirit, 
will always have its basis in truth. Hear me again. Intimacy, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, will always be wrapped up into truth because God is true. It says he's not a man that he can. So it will always, your intimacy with God will always be in the truth. Now, again, we have learned behavior in which we think we have to get right in order to have that fellowship. His truth will come in. It's his truth that made you right. You can't make it right. His truth made you right. Him being there is what's right. That is the truth. Truth is an immovable reality of what Jesus came to give us. And it's always accompanied with grace. So you go to John 1. The law came by or through, one version says, Moses. Grace and truth came by or through Jesus Christ. He says, I am the truth. Jesus is the truth. The Holy Spirit comes united with Jesus and says this, God's grace will lead you in all truth. They are knit together. Grace and truth. You don't want truth. See, that's why we're scared of truth is we do truth without grace. So the truth is, I keep blowing it and I really my life sucks and I just don't know what else to do. I'm, I'm a mess. Is that true? Is that true truth? So true truth is come up a little bit higher. Come up to a heavenly perspective, being filled with the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth. And listen, don't talk yet, listen to what the Spirit of God says over you. What He declares over you. Your intimacy response is to get into agreement with it. And God's given you grace which is the enabler to do that. Also, it's just sloppy grace. No, it's overwhelming, abounding grace. It's grace that goes beyond human understanding. It's grace that what he did on a cross, the grace came by what he did, he wiped out all of your sin. All of your trespass, we learned in our class this morning. He not only did that, do you know what else he nailed to the cross besides your sin and my sin? The handwritten requirement that that sin was bumping against. What? You go read your Bibles today. Colossians 2, I think it's 13 and 14. If it's not, it's 14 and 15. I'm terrible with the addresses. 13 and 14, Colossians 2, 13 and 14. He says, look, he not only wiped out what was wrong, he wiped out the thing that pointed to what was wrong. He nailed them both to the cross. Not one, both. Now that's true truth. Where? Here, me, 
this person. This person, Lloyd, this is my story and this is my song. I am the righteousness of Christ on the earth. None. Did you hear that? There's therefore now no condemnation. I am alive to a different law. Romans 8.2 says it's this. I am alive to the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Christ lives in me through the Holy Spirit. This is, this is stunner. This, this is the universe game changer. This is the thing that he held out as invitation to all humankind. Here. He set a table for us. And I will tell you this. Don't do this. Ooh, it smells like broccoli. I don't know if I like broccoli. Rejoice always. What about when things are bad? Come eat at the table of the Lord. It's truth. Come eat the true stuff. God is for you, not against you. God will be with you always. God's going to raise you up. You're not the bottom. You're the top. It's the way it is. It's truth. It is the absolute truth. And here's what happens. The Spirit is the Spirit of truth, and He will not declare anything but truth to you. Now, that's uncomfortable. That's where we get in the... Because real truth, that kind of truth is stunning. Because I... I don't know if there is such a thing as a mighty man of God, but I know quite a bit of the time I don't feel like it. But you see, that's not the truth. The truth is, right here, this thing that's getting gray, this thing that can still make mistakes, this thing that can still, at times, entertain lies, is a blood-bought, spirit-filled child of God. I belong to him by two unalienable rights that can never be taken away. The first is by the right of creation. He created me. The second is by the right of redemption. He bought me back. I may have sold this painting way too many times, and it might have got kicked around, hung on a wall it shouldn't have been on, thrown in the closet, pulled back out, got three tears in it. That doesn't matter. Here it is. When he redeemed it, he brought that painting back. And I tell you what, he put it centerfold in front of other people and said, not telling the truth. Here's the truth. You are everything God wants you to be and more. And more, not less. And don't agree with lies, agree with truth. We call that fellowship. That is fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. In the past, in the church that I grew up with, that was, and and listen, I'm so for this, and if you have never received the gift 
Oh my gosh, ask for it and get other people praying for you. But I was taught that fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit was measured by how much I spoke in tongues. It is not that. It is so much more than that. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit is me agreeing with every truth that the Holy Spirit says about me and my life. He will never speak a lie about you. He will look at Brenda and say, that's my daughter. That's the one I love. I delight in her continually. That's that's my little flower girl. I swim in her love. That's Holy Spirit truth. That's the Holy Spirit truth. For each of us, maybe you're like me. I, I at times I, I have this melancholy side to me. I know it's hard to believe because I have such a goofy sense of humor and I try to use it and sometimes you laugh. But I, I, I struggle with downcastness. And I don't do the thing, well, I'm going to pray a family curse off you. It's, it's part of my personality. I'm just weird. It's just that, it, you know, each of us is weird. We're supposed to be. We're uniquely made. Remember, he likes weak and broken people. He never took that aspect of my personality away. Some of the things that you'd so deeply dislike about yourself, you're lying to yourself. He left him there. He's not going to take that away. He likes you that way. Now, that doesn't give you the authority to go beat other people up with it. Hey, I'm sad today, so all the rest of you need to be sad. I'm grumpy, so that's just my personality. Deal with it. No, that's not truth either. But here's what the lie can do. I get in a downcast mood, and I start to awfulize. Yeah. Awfulize means this. I stub my toe, and the end of my toe is bruised and a little bit bloody. And oh my gosh, I better go to the doctor. I think it's broke. This is never going to get better. I probably need medication for this. Oh, geez, will I ever walk again? That's awfulizing. You stubbed your toe, buddy. Get over it. That's what the Holy Spirit, and I'm just using that as some silly example to actually speak to very intense things of your life where you begin to awfulize and agree with lies instead of agreeing with the Holy Spirit truth that resides within you. Power of God, breath of life, truth. I had a dream about this last night, and I was with someone who's very, very close to me, and they're an adult, but they were a child in this dream, and they were, and they don't walk with the Lord currently, but they had a new counselor who was telling them everything that was the truth, and everything this person said to me was wonderful. It was so wonderful, and they had believed it. And they were so excited about the truth that was coming to them. And it wasn't just about them in their current state. It was who they were becoming. And all the while, during this dream, there's this white bird that keeps flying into the room and backing up under trash and carrying the trash out of the room. And, you know, I woke up and I went, 
it, it made me cry because it was so wonderful to see this person that excited about the truth of who they were. And now I realize what that dream was about. Thank you. She hadn't told me that yet, so I'm hearing it first time. Let me close with this. Listen, I don't know what you've been taught about repentance in that word. That, that word comes, uh, is translated from a Greek word that is in the, in the New Testament Greek. is the word metanoia. And it means to change your thinking, to move it in the opposite direction. So I don't know what you've been taught about the word repent and stuff. That's a, repent's not even a good word for that word. Uh, it came from a Latin word meaning penance and to repentance over and over and over again. This is how you think completely different. Ask the Holy Spirit what he thinks about it. Ask him in deep fellowship and say, You will never lie to me, say the truth to me. And it's scary, I understand. Say the truth to me. Now start thinking that way. You just repented. Not in a weird way. You just metanoid. You just changed your thinking completely about something and began to see it in truth instead of a lie. Trade lies for truth. When you walk in truth, I'm going to tell you something. Your li- you, here's what, one of the things you'll see you will see the abundant, overwhelming grace of God over and over and over and over and over and over again. Because grace and truth are linked with each other. The minute you start speaking truth, grace will be there to live in the truth. This is how we do it. This is how real change happens. Listen, I did change for a long time. I taught people how to change. That was behavioral change, and it lasted about that long. We'd have students leave, and we'd, they'd drive out the driveway, and we'd go, oh, boy, that ain't going to take very long. Others, we just went, they're going to be, you know. Here's the thing. God worked it all out for everybody. He was the game changer. That's what I would tell them now. He's the game changer. Real game changing happens when you let the Holy Spirit tell you your true identity, tell you your, I got them written down here, your true relationship, He will tell you your true lifestyle, He will tell you your true purpose, He will tell you everything true about you. He will never lie or scam you. He will always tell you what the Word of God tells you. You can depend on it. He will always declare to you who you are. The Holy Spirit, let me remember that. I'm sorry, I'm going long, but we really need to get this. John 14, he said, He's now with you, and He's soon going to be in you. God only sees Jesus in you. He will not ever see you separated from Jesus. He cannot. He would have to lie to do it. (sighs) 
my real identity? Christ in me, the hope of glory. My real identity, my real, the real truth about Lloyd. Yeah, he got some personality quirks. But my identity? I've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. I've been redeemed. We sing that song years ago. By the blood of the Lamb. I'm worthy. You're worthy. I'm worthy. The Holy Spirit likes me. Holy Spirit likes you. Loves you. Likes you. Loves you. Likes you. Only sees Christ in you. He will not lie. Would you pray with me? Spirit of truth, enter now into our beings. Holy Spirit, come. Breath of God, come to these. They want truth. Come to them and blow out the lies. Blow out the pain of lies. Blow out the fruit of lies. Blow it right out of their life. And breathe the truth, Holy Spirit, of your presence in them. You're the one. Lord, you gave a promise through the Holy Spirit that if we would bind lies... Here, they would be bound in heaven. If we would loose truth here, it would be loosed in heaven. So the truth that exists in heaven, I now loose among these people through the Holy Spirit. No more lies. No more chains. No more binding up. True truth, Holy Spirit truth, in this people as they live and breathe. For it is in you that they move and live and have their being. In the name of Christ, I seal these prayers with the Holy Spirit here on earth and in heaven. And those who believed it said...